Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> I always think about golf's performance of Yummy no. on the pool. No, no, no. <laughs> we don't talk about it. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to Lovecast, the Boys Love Podcast. I'm your host, Kayla, and with me are my co-hosts, Pixie and Alexa. Hey. Hello. This week, we're joined by yet another lovely content creator. You may know her on TikTok as Let's Stay Together. Like many of us, she's a BL and K-pop fan. So today, she's going to help us explore that crossover. Everybody, welcome Phoebe onto the podcast. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Thank Welcome. You for having me. <laughs> so, we are not doing a tea time today in our usually usual time slot for that because there as you have probably seen is some stuff going down between Russia and Ukraine. Very serious stuff. So, we just want to send our support and well wishes to Ukraine and yeah, just peace. That's all I can really say yeah. as an outsider, just hoping for the best outcome for Ukraine. Yeah, so we definitely plan to look down in the description because we are going to collect some repeatable links that you can donate to, places where you can read up on information about what's going on from the people of the Ukraine and people who are directly involved in the situation. So if you're able to help and you want to send your support in some way, we'll put some information down in the description so you guys can do so. But we just wanted to acknowledge the situation because we know that it may be affecting some of you guys who listen and watch the podcast and people all over the world are being impacted by this in many different ways. So we wanted to make sure we took a second to acknowledge it. Yeah. Okay. So there isn't really an easy way to segue from <laughs> that topic into <laughs> what we're talking about today, but we are basically going to just talk about a ton of moments where BL and K-pop have crossed over on one another because we are all BL and K-pop fans. So I'm just like personally curious, Phoebe, how did you get into both BL and K-pop? And did you get into them like around the same time or one after another? 
Oh, it was actually like a huge gap. So I got into K-pop around 2012 because of Big Bang, like G-Dragon. Like, mm-hmm. he's my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. He's the reason why I got into K-pop. And that happened like a long time ago. And then I got into, I got into BL with Love by Chance. Love by Chance was my first one. So that was 2018. So that drama also has like a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same, same. Kayla, I was going to say Kayla loves <laughs> the OG Love by Chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, a lot of nostalgia connected to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should we take like a round and explain how we all went from the pipeline? <laughs> Ooh, yes, please. Well. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, for, for Phoebe's sake, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I started out like in K-pop in, I found K-pop in 2018. So it hasn't been like long time but mm-hmm. it's not huge in Norway like there it's really hard to find anything about K-pop here so mm-hmm. I managed to find it online and it was through Stan Twitter that I found out about the Untamed and Thorn Type so that's how I ended up in like finding BL again because I read manga and stuff when I was younger but it's sort of fell off and came back again after the K-pop phase. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for me, K-pop was also first. And that was like end of 2014, early 2015. And I found BTS and GOT7 through one of my good friends at the time. And then that kind of led to the K-drama pipeline. And the K-drama pipeline is what eventually led me to the BL pipeline in like 2017-ish with um, Soda and Together With Me, which were like my first two that I watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me, I have been a K-pop fan for, I think at this point, most of my life. <laughs> Started off as a fan of Shiny and FX, Teen Top, Newest. A lot of those second gen groups, I guess they'd be considered. Yeah, so started off like that. And I had kind of the same experience as Pixie where it was like getting back into BL because I would watch like Yaoi, but never really live action BL. I Mm -hmm. guess I'd like never thought that that was even a thing. But then when Love by Chance came out, I happened to see gifs of it on Tumblr and I was like, I need to know what this is. (laughs) So that is how I re-entered the BL world or entered the live action BL world yeah yeah I mean like the live action world has really like grown the last few years yeah a lot I cannot name a single one that was like something people watched when I was younger yeah we had the manga and there were some like anime but it wasn't a lot and it was very graphic everything (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so nothing can surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of the fact that so many K-pop idols have been getting involved in Korean BL? Because I feel like that is like a big thing right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we kind of touched on it when we did our episode on Korean BLs with Paroma from the K-Drama podcast. But... 
K-pop idol to BL actor pipeline has pretty been a pretty big thing. I think last year for sure, not as much in 20, well, I guess, yeah, mm-hmm. in 2020, mm-hmm. like since the beginning, we've had a lot of idols from lesser known K-pop groups kind of moving into the BL sphere, which I think has been really interesting because you don't think of it as something Korean entertainment companies would like their artists to be involved in, but we have seen a lot of involvement in it. Yeah, I find it mm-hmm. really interesting because the actor in Semantic Error, I Soham. Yeah. He originally he got an offer for a BL and he turned it down because they didn't like know what it would do with his image. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like obviously now he joined in. So I wonder if there's like a change happening. But you know, it's kind of weird because when you think of K pop, you think of like there's a culture of shipping and K-pop mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like basically BL. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah. Like I knew about shipping long before I got, got involved in like yeah. live action BL. <laughs> and they encourage it. So it's kind of weird to me that they would think that starring in a BL show is like crossing a line, but mm. encouraging it on stage, the fan service and everything is okay. Yeah, it kind of gives off a double standard in a way, because there is, I feel like there is something inherently homoerotic about how theatric K-pop performances are. Yeah. So you would think Mm -hmm. that it's a natural progression almost, but yeah, I guess maybe because when you see an idol performing, it's not like a, it's not like a flat out like declaration of anything. If Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, I think that when it comes to shipping and K-pop, a lot of that is at the hands of implications of the fans and fans kind of taking moments that Mm -hmm. they see as shippable and making it as such. And the companies and the group kind of benefit off of the work that the fans are doing in the shipping Mm -hmm. side of things. But acting in a BL is more of like an explicit it's purposeful action that they would be taking to openly be involved with the queer community. And I guess in a way they would take it as showing support for the queer community, which is not something that's easy to do openly still in Korea, especially when you're in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's kind of where they see the difference in like fans shipping them and then going and acting in like a BL drama. I think it's really nice how it's becoming like socially normal to act in a BL. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like really amazing how it's also like giving exposure to BL because a lot of my K-pop friends who have never gotten into BL would start watching like Color Rush because Mm -hmm. they're fans of the boys and things like that. So I really like how it's like it's getting bigger. Like BL isn't such a small niche anymore. Yeah, Yeah, and it's the only way we're going to get fuller length Cape like else in Korea. Mm-hmm. I mean, like semantic error. Obviously, we we're getting the twenty minutes episodes, but it's still just eight episodes. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like the full length K drama, but at least it's not ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Ten minutes is very difficult to work with, especially when you have a very complicated storyline. Mm-hmm. Side eyes at tinted with you and kissable lips. Mm, yeah. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. 
Do you have a favorite Korean BL that has come out, Phoebe? That's really, really hard. That's a really <laughs> hard question. Yeah, it I is. Don't... I don't know what I would choose. To my star. To my star. <laughs> to my star. <laughs> to my star is amazing. <laughs> to my star is actually really, really good. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like the very first one that I watched is Where Your Eyes Linger. Yeah. So that one, mm. that one has a little, like, it has a special place in my heart, yeah, I would agreed. say. Agreed. Oh. And I heard, like, one of the actors is getting into a new BL, correct? Yeah, with Holland. With Holland. Yeah. That's a, that's a point on our list, too. Yeah. Talk to. <laughs> that's definitely something to talk about. I guess it kind of fits into the idols acting in BL, but with Holland mm-hmm. being, like, the one of the only, I think the only openly gay <laughs> yeah. idol in Korea, like him yeah. being able to act in a BL and acting mm-hmm. in a BL is a huge thing, I feel like. Yeah, I yeah. Find it really interesting because like, since he's openly queer, how is that gonna make the BL be perceived? Because like now they can excuse it for like, it's just acting, but then you have queer actors coming in and doing it too. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like um, when you're already openly queer, I feel like, I guess from Holland's end, like there's not much more for them to perceive because, you know, he's already gay. So (laughs) they can't really put any more assumptions on him than are already out there. I don't know if it'll have any impact on... I don't know the actor's name, but the his co-star in that way. You know, I don't know if it'll cause him to be perceived any differently, but that's something to think about for sure. I mean, it still is very rare in BL that we have BL overall, like, openly openly out actors, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I actually think it's a really significant thing for both Mm -hmm. K-pop and BL because you have Holland, who is an openly gay artist and who doesn't have the backing of a company, and he still managed Mm -hmm. to succeed. So I feel like that alone could set the precedent for more openly gay artists to star in BL. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm really excited to see how it goes and I will definitely be supporting it like tenfold because I am a huge fan of Holland. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Also I want to take credit for manifesting this because I tweeted sometime (laughs) last year that Holland should be in a BL and now he is. (laughs) (laughs) Kayla's powers of manifestation are at work. (laughs) Taking all the credit. (laughs) People said it couldn't happen, but guess what? It's happening. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love But that, yeah, that. yeah, this is also reminding me of all of the Thai actors who are friends with K pop idols or are fans mm-hmm. of K pop idols who are Thai specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, we have mm-hmm. Lisa and Blackpink and then Bam Bam and Got Seven. And so yeah, I feel like a DLC. Yeah, I feel like a lot of Thai actors have like publicly shown their love and support for Thai K-pop idols as well. There are a lot of instances that we have written down yeah. where that's happened. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of, um, oh, what's the word? Is patriotism the word I'm looking for? I don't know, but I've I think it's lot. like... I feel like there is a sense of pride in seeing like your people thrive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I've noticed a lot like in watching 
like the groups that have Thai idols in them or reactions to groups that have Thai idols in them, like the Thai fans and the Thai population in general, even if they're not necessarily like hardcore K-pop fans, I would say, will like flock to those videos and Mm -hmm. support the hell out of them. So Mm -hmm. I feel like it is kind Mm -hmm. of just like the pride of seeing people from your country like thrive in an industry like the K-pop industry, which isn't easy to get into or debut in and be successful in. So I feel like having people like Lisa and Bam Bam and Sorn that are like household names for K-pop idols is probably like really, really exciting to see. I think some people, I'm going probably on a tangent here, but I think some people who are just BL fans who haven't really been in the K-pop space aren't aware of how much K-pop has influenced BL. As you see, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of BLs mm-hmm. out there who started out as mm. fan fiction. That is true. That's a point of crossover yeah. that we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. A lot of authors who whose work started out as like fan fiction for certain groups and stuff like that, and then they developed them into novels. That's a big. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of BL authors, yeah, that are also K-pop fans apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like K-pop's influence on Asia is so apparent, like not even just through fashion and music and series that are being adapted, but also I feel like they promote and produce shows and actors in the same way that idols are as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, enter- the entertainment, the way the industries function, I think are very similar, which lends to K-pop being very popular and Asia and Southeast Asia and vice versa. Because a lot of, you know, there's a lot of K-pop groups that will do tours and promotions specifically centered around Asian and Southeast Asian countries. And it's the same way we've seen a lot of BL fan mates and stuff like that will happen in other Asian countries because their markets, I think, are so closely intertwined with each other. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. that I know much about marketing, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just surface level. I feel like a lot of the marketing is so apparent that like anybody oh, yeah. can see what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> <up> on <laughs> Don't need a degree for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some like instances where we've seen the crossover of the actors being fans of K-pop idols are like Bone, who stands Mark from Got7, <laughs> or like Pavel naming his motorcycle after Rose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Purse is Which huge. Been thirsting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's Perth a is a huge twice stand, especially the Jap. He's like a twice Japan line stand, which fits in with Perth's personality. Mm-hmm. as a japanese learner and mm-hmm. manga fan and stuff like that were you gonna say which perth pixie yeah yeah I, I was thinking of that and then you're just like okay japanese yeah yeah, yeah the, the only perth, perth we talk is. about here <laughs> we only talk about one perth That's on this funny. podcast <laughs> yep <laughs> does phoebe know who we're talking about is it perth the one in my engineer, right? Yeah, yeah. Australian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw his tweet about his love for Sada. Yeah. I thought it was really cute. Yeah, he's a little. He he's said so many times. He's like, I don't know about K-pop. I only know about Twice. And I was like, that. I feel mm-hmm. like that's how it is for a lot of them. Like they have mm-hmm. one specific group that they will like get attached to. Where I feel like 
for me, like I am just involved in K-pop as a whole. So like I have my groups that I stand, but I feel like I'm involved in the K-pop fandom as a whole. So like mm-hmm. I know the Same. general happenings of what's going on in K-pop, even outside of what the groups I'd like, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think that's interesting. Cause we've kind of asked, like we asked them, Boom from You're My Sky, who we just had on, like, are you a fan of K-pop? And he was like more Blackpink specifically. So I feel like they mm-hmm. tend to pick out like specific groups that they kind of attach to and not necessarily K-pop as a whole. Mm-hmm. I do think that uh, some of the reason why some of these BL actors do have like one group they stand or something has something to do with their fans as well asking them because of the K-pop pipeline mm-hmm. to BL. Mm-hmm. So they kind of get like forced to look at it because the fans yeah. are asking, have you seen this K-pop star? And you look so much like this K-pop star. <laughs> God, that's, that's the thing that they do say, oh, yeah, unfortunately. Do. <laughs> yeah, that has literally happened with Pavel in terms yeah. of Stray Kids and Felix. Yeah, he was like, oh, people just asked me to react to them. And so he did, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, yeah, that's something interesting to think about. How how many people have gotten into K-pop groups because mm-hmm. of their fans like asking them? Yeah, I think that also happened with like Jay Park and Off. A lot of people have been tweeting that they look very very alike. Yeah, there was a yeah. time, and because that, it got super huge, and then they noticed each other on Twitter. But I thought that that was really That's cool so as well. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. That is so crazy. Yeah, that's interesting how it leads to like those interactions between like the idol mm-hmm. the k-pop idol and the bl actor because of the fans you're just like tweeting at the other parties so often that they can't help but like interact with each other basically mm-hmm. i'm trying to think about that i can't think of any other examples where that's happened off the top of my head like i wonder Did if you... the guy from stray kids has seen pavel's not jyp j park that <laughs> 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 heather sent a chat off in jyp <laughs> yeah often jyp look alike <laughs> don't insult him like that <laughs> sorry oh off God. i would never oh my God. <sighs> didn't you have any like interactions oh, with some you did a collab with sam kim who was one of my that favorite. was so Surreal. Korean soloist. That was something I never expected to happen. But Mew released a collab song with Sam Kim, who is a Korean singer, which was wild, and it was a good song. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that was a really cool moment that I totally almost forgot had happened. Yeah, I sort of feel like Mew has sort of tried to like get into the K-pop market. Like he's really like mm-hmm. how he does the music videos mm-hmm. and the music. It's mm-hmm. very. K-pop-esque. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. very K-pop-esque. And, like, he got in trouble, too, because his generic music video Oh, my God, like I forgot about that. Rip's generic oh. <laughs> music video. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about that, Phoebe? Mm-mm. No, was not it, really. Was it, what was it? It was probably NCT. I feel like it was NCT. <laughs> it's always it NCT. So, yeah. It wasn't the entire group either. It was just one of the members. Yeah, it was like someone's like, solo. Jayhan. Yep. Yeah. Jayhan did a NCT. cover of a Love song where the music video, he was just like walking in the street 
of mm-hmm. I forget where they were. They were in some foreign country and they compared it to Muse music video of him. It was like a city. It was any city. Oh. And Mew did the same thing. He walked around <laughs> the city. And these came from See, I saw the music video, but I didn't see the I didn't see the whole talk. So mad. Didn't he have to like make an announcement about it? Mew. Didn't he he had to like make an official announcement because they were so have like a big like a press conference. Yeah. They did a press conference about it. (laughs) That's how much power end citizens have when it comes to taking people out. (laughs) That I mean, that's how you get people talking shit about K pop stands. Yeah. <laughs> God, I almost yeah. forgot about this, but when we were talking about it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I had totally forgotten that happened, but that was like a huge thing. Yeah, I, was, was I remember really I could bad. not believe that he actually like had to set up a press conference to, to address the situation. Poor Mew. But yeah, I, that's yeah. something we were talking about how like his marketing is kind of similar when he releases music to how K-pop idols market. I've noticed mm-hmm. the same thing with like the box sets and stuff that a lot of shows do mm-hmm. with like you get the photo cards or the Polaroids and stuff like that involved in mm-hmm. if you order this box set or this photo book like that feels very reminiscent of K-pop album packaging because people will buy albums on albums on albums to collect the individual photo cards and so i feel like bl has kind of taken a hint from that like the gmmtv ones that are coming out they have like the mystery boxes that they're doing they all come with like unique photo cards and polaroids that you can get to like encourage people to buy more to collect them all which i feel like is very reminiscent of k-pop marketing even like the fan meets are very like K-pop. oh yeah i didn't know about fan meets before i like discovered k-pop like that's not a thing here Mm -hmm. (laughs) like artists don't hold fan meets here so i was so intrigued (laughs) and when i saw that they were doing this with like actors in Mm -hmm. bl I was just like, what? <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that, like, the holding cafe events for an idol's birthday, they started doing that for BL actors yeah. and the photo exhibits that, like, um, uh, green commercials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of, like, marketing and fandom marketing. I guess that's kind of like marketing within the fandom Sending to do, like, trucks out. Mm-hmm. They started doing that as well. Yeah, that's a big thing in Korean oh. media. The that's food trucks and the coffee trucks, yeah. yeah. So I feel like it's definitely taking a taking some hands from the K-pop Korean mm-hmm. marketing so bowl. I wonder how much it costs to send like a like food support truck. and stuff like that. I've yeah, always wondered if you did that in here in Norway, like <laughs> holy shit, it would be so expensive. <laughs> Like, just sending them a tray yeah. of coffee would be expensive. <laughs> like, no, send them trucks for, like, the whole day. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of them are, like, funded by the entire fan yeah. base, the official They'll fan take, base. Like, donations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing is how some of the Thai groups, like the girl group Sizzy or SB5, or seem to have a lot of k-pop influence like a Mm -hmm. lot Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i'm not super familiar with thai pop as a whole and how long it has existed as like a form of like a popular form of music i'm sure it existed way like 
as long as K-pop has, but I definitely feel like the marketing, it's all, it all comes back to the marketing. I feel like a lot of things really? have started taking hints from K-pop marketing as K-pop has hit the global scene so big these past couple years that like everyone is trying to do it now and like doing debuts of their groups and MV teasers and all that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. I think just the fact that actors are being put into singing groups is so K-pop. It's so (laughs) K-pop. That like idea of wanting them to be Mm well-rounded in terms of like their talent. Yeah, it's like the opposite of how they do it in K-pop, where they put the singers as actors. True. Right? All the idols go into the acting side, and we have (laughs) actors going into the idol side. They're trying to spread the money, like earn as much they can from them. Yeah, Yeah, it's basically like they want Mm. their artists to be as able to break into as many markets as possible pretty much so like if you can act and sing and dance then we're gonna make you do all of them i wonder if there's any examples of like the what are they what is that show called that had like one one and omega produce like omega x produce like produce. those style produce like elimination style shows mm-hmm. i wonder if there's like thai versions of those that in the end result, they get, like, a group coming out of them. I feel like Trinity did something similar, which was, like, the one that was also made up of a bunch of, like, Nadao actors. I feel like they kind of had, like, a elimination-style show type thing that formed the group, but I'm not entirely sure. I don't think it's big, but they probably... But, like, they usually tend to, like, send their Thai actors to other countries, like they did with Mm-hmm. With um, with, oh nine, yeah, nine, yeah, mm-hmm. and Patrick was he was also another yeah. tie yeah. that mm-hmm. was in it as well. So mm-hmm. that is true. Yeah, it's big to send them to like other countries. That's true. Yeah, and I don't yeah, know there. I've seen the the group for for mix. Oh yeah, yes. I've seen a lot about them on Twitter. Love for mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, for Mix, when I saw their music video at first, I did not get a K-pop vibe from them. I felt like I watched it and I was like, this is Thai pop. Like, this is the genre, a whole new genre. Yeah. I think it might be because of how they presented themselves Mm. as a group. I was like this. Something about it felt very authentic. And maybe part of it is because they have, like, an LGBT member. Yeah. Yeah. And they have, like, a company that is, I guess, very open. That's nice to see. That's something I wish we could see more in the Korean pop industry. But who knows when that'll actually happen. Yeah. (laughs) If it'll actually happen. (laughs) Phoebe, have you had, like, a a moment that felt very surreal where the two worlds of, like, K-pop and BL have collided and you've just been, like, damn like (laughs) i can't believe this is happening right now or like this interaction Mm -hmm. is occurring i think it's crazy to me how like we can be fans of bands if that makes sense Mm. like like with bone and mark twan like the fact that he would like go as far as postponing his own fan meeting to go to like a got seven concert (laughs) or like i feel like my old high bl actor is like a pond from Mm -hmm. fish upon the sky 
and he's like a huge fan of NCT and I think like those are like so mind-boggling to me the fact that we can be fans who are also just like us if that's mm-hmm. I always think it's cute when you see like a BL actor that has like I think like um like Supernut has like army in his IG bio or something like that and like Frank mm-hmm. is also a big army yeah. and like um not a BL mm-hmm. actor but two from F4 she has that she's like a K-pop stan in her Instagram bio so I feel like those are moments that always really humanize them and they're like oh they stand mm-hmm. in the same way that we stand sometimes and like putting their group's name in their bio and stuff like that yeah i mean it gives us a like a familiarity mm-hmm. with the actors like i mean i feel like k-pop idols they kind of feel very far away with their lifestyles mm-hmm. and their fame or whatever but like with these actors you kind of like okay they are doing the exact same things we are doing it feels like more of a yeah relationship there yeah there was a time where i would put like k-pop lyrics as my bio and then i would see like (laughs) earth do it and i'm like we're on the same wavelength right now (laughs) yeah Yeah, Earth and all his like IG captions that always use K-pop lyrics. I always do the same thing because I'm like, <laughs> none of my IRL friends and family know where these lyrics come from. Mm-hmm. So it makes me look super like edgy, and I'm, they're like, "Wow, what song is this?" But it's just like a K-pop, just don't a K-pop song. <laughs> I always think of that video of Earth dancing to "Up and Down" that went viral. Oh my god! Oh. Yes. That was that was a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His K-pop covers, I am obsessed with them. I love his K-pop covers so much, and I love when he puts them out on IG. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there another actor that Top Tap, right? That yeah, Top Tap just put out a, a cover. He's such a good dancer. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah what did he? He just recently <laughs> covered. Was it Favorite by NCT that he by did? NCT, oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was that good. Was, that was a cover. <laughs> <laughs> like I love that song and then Top Top dancing to it. Oh. Doesn't Fiat do a lot of K-pop covers? I think too? so. Yeah, he used to. I remember seeing him cover a lot of NCT songs also. A lot of the actors under Star Hunter who are in Gen Y have put out a lot of like group K-pop covers together like the younger actors, they've done a lot of group covers of K-pop groups. Yeah, that just reminds me, like, we've seen some, like, actors do some covers that are... (laughs) There's a lot to be desired for. (laughs) I always think about Golf's performance of Yummy on the pole. (laughs) We don't talk about it. And then, I feel um, like there are some actors yeah. who can't, who can't, yeah. yeah. stay with acting. That's true. <laughs> who was it that That's tried true. to twerk but could, couldn't twerk? Uh, <laughs> also, probably golf, okay. honestly. <laughs> it wasn't golf. <laughs> no, it was someone else. I can't remember. I think it's Ben some, like, from Two really, Moons. Yes. Ben from Two Moons yes. 2 did it. There's a yes. video of him trying to twerk and it's used as a gif in one of the bl servers it's like him attempting to twerk and it's just very <laughs> it's it's certainly an attempt it's, 
He tried. I, I have never heard of. I've never heard of this. After this, I've been to like automatically like look it up. I've never heard of this before. There's another hilarious <laughs> one that I think it was. I think it was the same event as golf's, but it's Cow and some other people singing "How You Like That," <laughs> the Blackpink song. <laughs> oh, it just made so me funny. Think- <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When Tool was on Lip Sync Thailand and he did the lip sync cover of the Blackpink song, that one was actually iconic. Okay. Tool did the damn thing. He got Mm. in the costume. He had the Mm. wig on and everything. That was an example of it actually being done well. Yes. <laughs> I, I remember I are... saw like a reaction from Max watching Toll. Yeah. Doing... <laughs> that was so funny. It's funny. Yeah, I think there were a couple times where people on Lip Sync Thailand covered K-pop songs. I can't think of them, yeah. but I think there was. That's the only one that's in my head for obvious reasons as a, as a max tool stand that video just lives in my head rent free at all times yeah i mean yeah, i like i really like envy countries like the asian countries who are sort of like the k-pop is sort of bleeding into the culture which like we don't have that in norway 
the closest things that we came to like K-pop being mentioned, if it isn't BTS, is actually the king. Men- like when he had our king, when we when he had like President Moon <laughs> and visiting him, he was just like in his speech. He was just like, yeah, we would like like you should get like BTS to come here to perform. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that remind me? (laughs) Why does that remind me of Obama name dropping Shiny in a speech? (laughs) Moments like Uh, that. That was that was was great. Like they didn't come, but it was great. They didn't come, but there was an attempt. Yeah, I I mean, I promise you, our king is like the most hilarious person ever. It's gonna be so sad when he dies. He's really old, but he likes to call himself Rex. Okay. <laughs> his name is Hawkon. Is his name Hawkon? Is that his son? Sorry. But either way, like he likes to be called Rex and he has like the best things he says. Like I know I'm going on tangent, but he's like he does a lot of speeches too about like accepting people and accepting their sexualities and like saying stuff like if you're a boy, you're a boy, if you're a girl, you're you're a girl no matter who you were born as like it's the mentality and we're accepting everyone and yeah it's really nice that's that's nice to have in your leadership Mm -hmm. (laughs) getting back onto the topic (laughs) he was talking about k-pop leading into like other countries like music scenes and stuff weren't they going to do an nct america unit like a full of like american dudes oh. that they were just gonna make like an NC- nct hollywood yeah they were gonna do like a and i don't know if it's still happening but i'm pretty sure that was an action um, that like sm was gonna do yeah so that that was kind of a, the response to that was kind of annoying to me because people were automatically like so we're gonna have a white guys in a k-pop group and i was like well no asian there's people like also america. live in america oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're here too. Don't worry. But yeah, yeah, yeah I, I mean, as far as I've seen, white guys in a K-pop group, it's a like, <laughs> it's One Direction. Or one Direction. One Direction. That's just One Direction. Yeah, yeah. One it's Direction like, was a blueprint, <laughs> like literally. But yeah, my problem with that is that America has a, like Hollywood does all the time, has a habit of taking good movies and tv shows and trying to america it and it's so bad yeah yeah like anytime (laughs) any form of like asian media gets popular in america like parasite or train to busan they're like let's do an american version of it and i'm like please don't (laughs) don't make an american version (laughs) watch the korean version version. that's on netflix with subtitles (laughs) (laughs) but i think you know America has a tendency to do that, but I feel like what we've seen of like K-pop culture bleeding over into like Thai media and Thai pop culture, it's been much more like respectfully done. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're taking influence yeah. from it, but they're not just like outright taking this thing and making it. You know, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. There's some passion to it, and yeah. Instead of just, yes, like, being money grabbing. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. That, yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think that we'll see like a rise in BLs in Western countries? I don't know. 
I feel like for Western media, it's a lot harder to define the line between BL and what people might consider queer media. Because there's a lot Mm -hmm. of things that I, growing up, like just considered like LGBT media or queer media, but then Mm -hmm. getting into BL, like people have called them like BLs. And, And in my brain, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it's harder to draw the line with queer media just because I think a lot of elements of BL dramas are very specific to Asian media that we might not see mm-hmm. crossing over into it being done in a Western sphere, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like some of the yes. editing choices and yeah. things like that are very specific to Asian media, that those things mm-hmm. that make it a BL. Yeah. Follow-up question. Do you consider Young Royals to be a BL or queer media? Queer media. I think of BL as Asian media because mm-hmm. that's where it originated mm-hmm. from. Yeah. So I think queer media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, there is something to be said for like the countries, like Western countries being more open to LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Although it's not there at all. Like there's a lot of homophobia mm-hmm. out there, but like it's more open and people know that like you're not supposed to publicly shit on people in the <laughs> queer community, like, sort of thing. So I think, like, when they are making these TV shows and movies and stuff, they're sort of pulling in the community, the actual, like, it's not, like, a fantasy world like you see mm-hmm. in BL in mm-hmm. Asian countries. It's more, it's, like, if you see, like, Scum and Young Royals, it's very much, like, real situations and, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do think there's like a people are getting confused with the rise of Asian BL. There is a confusion on what is what is BL and what is mm-hmm. queer media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I think you know another thing that we've kind of talked about before as BL continues to grow and more people are coming in as fans and people being involved in the creation of BLs, we'll see more elements of queer media and LGBT media that we've seen used in like queer films in Thailand and Korea and stuff like that being pulled into the BL side of things, which does kind of make the line blur. But I do think there still are some very stark differences that that are mm-hmm. characteristic of BL that you don't necessarily get when you're watching like West something like Scam or Young Royals. And I feel like that's kind of where the difference lies. I think there's mm-hmm. still like unfortunately some sort of like stigma against mm-hmm. like Asian BLs. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I know like Young Royals got super duper huge, but for some reason, like when it comes to Asian dramas, like even even like the more popular BLs are like more on like the quote unquote straighter side, like mm-hmm. together that one got super duper big compared to the other one, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're but they're still, still not taken as seriously, I feel like, yeah. as like in in the markets in other countries, I get what you're saying. Oh yeah, definitely. That can correlate to K pop as well because K pop isn't taken seriously Mm -hmm. in the media Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Even with the amount of fans and people who love this, they're not taking they're trying to make new categories for them in award shows. Not let it just so they don't have to put them in the main categories. It is so fucked up. And like you can see that with both K pop and BL anything asian honestly so Mm -hmm. it's a fight to like 
And I even like explaining to people BL and K-pop is really difficult in here in Norway. Like people look at you. <laughs> so when are we going to get to a, a point where it doesn't have to be like a secret, if you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if we ever will, honestly, because yeah. I feel like as mm-hmm. as for as long as the world sees like the West as superior stuff that doesn't come from like, and I think it's so stupid that like American media and stuff like that is considered like the focal point of media around the world, because I think our media overall is not that good. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Western, the West as a whole is still seen as more developed and all of this stuff that I'm all putting in quotation marks for people who might be listening and not watching, you know, like all these lies that have been, we've been made to believe about Western countries being superior. I feel like Mm -hmm. for as long as those continue to exist, media from outside of the West and anything from outside of the West is never going to be seen as normalized or taken as seriously as media coming from like Western countries, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Sadly, one of the biggest crossovers between the two is the xenophobia that both markets face. Yeah. Yeah. Our assistant said, will we see any Thai BLs remade as KBLs? And it reminded me, not to bring up Jaehyun again, because I love him. <laughs> Poor him. But he was supposed to be in the Korean remake of that Thai. Or mm-hmm. it was originally a Korean movie. But then it was mm-hmm. adapted into Do, the movie. And then yeah. now they were oh, going to make it into a Korean series. He was supposed to be in that. And then they canceled it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the original series, like the original Korean one, I think, was like, involved a student teacher relationship which i don't know if they adapted into the into do which i have not seen because i heard it's really sad yes (laughs) yeah they did did. but Um, yeah and that's why it got canceled (laughs) because yeah the original creator the original creator asked them to not do it because Mm -hmm. she is very religious now right yes Mm -hmm. i I remember and she was like i do not approve of what i made at that time basically so i'd like to just like not have it be a thing again i mean fair (laughs) yeah i I don't know yes so so it's important to respect their wishes even if it's what they created i mean i don't know i think like we're getting like the Thai version of F4 and mm. Love Stage. And there was some talk about Together going to... Yeah, another country was going to do a Together remake. I Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah, was yeah. going to do a Together remake. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, that's still going to happen. Yeah, I don't know either. We haven't heard anything. But it's like a huge project to take on. When it's so popular and you... <laughs> Oh, you, you need to make that shit perfect or mm-hmm. people are gonna mm-hmm. complain <laughs> but yeah there are plenty of shows they could do it with but i think also that kbl is such a small thing still like yeah. it hasn't been going on for a long time and there's still such stigma in the country about mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah bl and just queer people in general and i think it need the country needs to grow more before that becomes a thing i think they have a lot of content that they can pull from already so they don't have to go look for 
other shows kind of deal. Like in Thailand, it's more like okay, they have done everything. They need to find find some stories <laughs> elsewhere. The market is so oversaturated already. <laughs> yeah, you know, like might as well start pulling from elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you are kind of sick of the engineering thing yeah. so yeah mm-hmm. i think it's it's gonna be far off if it's gonna happen i think if we get yeah. a bl that truly hits i mean together was pretty pretty iconic in terms of its reach and popularity mm-hmm. but i think mm-hmm. the reason why we've seen like f4 voiceover flowers has been adapted time and time and time again is that it has reached a certain level of like iconic status within mm-hmm. the Asian drama sphere as a whole. Yeah. And so I think if we mm-hmm. see a BL that that just like captivates audiences so much for whatever reason that it does hit that level of iconic status, then we might start seeing some other countries like take it on and maybe Korea remake it. But I do think mm-hmm. that like the Korean drama industry as a whole is already like big and thriving on its own. I feel like they would be mm-hmm. more likely to kind of assimilate into the korean drama industry than start like pulling from industries and outside countries if that makes sense yeah and honestly Mm -hmm. like the korean bls the plot lines and stories are sort of superior (laughs) yeah i mean k-dramas are if they can do one thing it's have very interesting plots and that's something that's you know, we're in Taibia, we see a lot of repetition. Mm. Yeah, Heather said, I wonder if any K-pop idols are BL fans. And that's what I was thinking when we were like looking at this list is we like, we have so many moments of BL fans being K-pop fans. I would be really curious to know if any K-pop idols are BL fans. I don't think they could ever be upfront about it Mm -hmm, with how mm -hmm. the country is now because if you go out saying you're a BL fan in Korea, they're gonna ask you, why do you like to watch BL? Mm -hmm. Like, love between two boys. Like, that's Mm -hmm. different from acting in a BL. Like, you're yeah, you're like, you're making a statement. If any K-pop artist goes out and says that they are a fan of BL, they're going to be making a statement that they think two boys together is okay and good. And yeah. Yeah. I think if anything, we would see like maybe some of the actors who have been in Korean BLs say like, oh, I watched together as a point of reference or something like that. But I don't know if, I mean, I'm sure there are K-pop idols out there who are BL fans, I would think, or, you know, with, with the, how closely like the industries are becoming tied, I would be surprised if there weren't. But you know, I don't know if it's ever something that we would openly see them speaking about or yeah. posting about. In I that mean, Holland obviously likes BL. Like <laughs> 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 he's already openly queer. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only K. BL actor I can think of who has said that he watches BL is Chani from Light On Me. Mm. He he mentioned a few BLs that he has watched and he seemed really passionate about it, like very excited. So Mm -hmm. I don't know him, but that's all. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I I wanted to specifically talk about this because it just happened a couple of days ago, there was that video that came out of the K-pop group Only One Of reacting to PP's new song. 
And I thought that was like a very interesting point of crossover. I know that only one of, I'm not too familiar with them, but I know that they have released a lot of music and music videos that is like heavily queer coded. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a lot of queer fans that have been kind of drawn to that. So I wonder if that's why that they were specifically like asked by that YouTube channel, I guess, to react to PP's new song. Obviously, PP, I don't think he's out, but PP is queer, and I don't think he's ever hid that fact. So I yeah. thought that was mm-hmm. a really interesting crossover. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do they know super... he starred in a BL? Hmm? Probably not. Oh, do they know that PP starred in a BL? Yeah, I I feel like it would more just be, you know, as like a queer, a form of queer, yeah, a queer artist, like Mm -hmm. reacting to his music Mm -hmm. in that way. Mm -hmm. But I thought that was a really interesting crossover. A lot of people were really Mm -hmm. excited about it. I was super surprised. I wasn't expecting it at all. And yeah, it was really fun to see, like a BL actor that we've seen and having his own music video and music song and everything being noticed mm-hmm. by k-pop idols is it feels kind of crazy it's like phoebe said earlier we're like fans of fans mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. those fans are getting noticed by k-pop idols and it's just it's kind of surreal yeah. <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the word I keep coming back to is just how surreal it feels when some of these things happen, mm-hmm. when worlds collide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but- I, I still have that. Ever since we brought up you and Sam Kim collabing, I was like, that was my <laughs> moment. That was like my mm-hmm. surreal moment where I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. Like, Mew and Sam Kim is still something that like does not process in my mind. Mew knows <laughs> his fans and he has ambition. Yeah, that's very true. More <laughs> if he can get it through. <laughs> hey, I'm here for it. If they're all going to be good, I'm here for it. Yep. Yep. Are there any other crossover type moments that you guys wanted to talk about or that you could think of? I feel like we covered a lot of them. Mm-hmm. On our list, it says the Bam Bam and Bright interaction. What was that? I haven't heard of that. It was kind of like an interview, actually, I think. It was like, because at that time, Bam Bam recently won an award, and Bright and Wynn recently won an award. And so they had, like, this Uh interview interaction where they actually, it wasn't even an interview. They, like, did Rock, Paper, Scissors and then played Charade. Like, that was basically the (laughs) entire Hmm. video. Yeah. Hmm. It was really interesting That's... because Bam Bam, you never see Bam Bam speak in Thai. You always see him speak in Korean. So I thought that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really nice. That's I mean, Bam Bam cool. is like super, super famous in Thailand, which like mm-hmm. makes yeah. sense. So I mean, in Thailand, him, you know, while we might not see them on the same level, him and Brightwin are probably basically on the same level of mm-hmm. celebrity status. So that's... In Thailand, yeah. Yeah, in Thailand, mm-hmm. in the Thai few of the Thai people I feel like mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah. yeah somehow I didn't hear about that one at I all. had no idea that had happened honestly <laughs> I do not know how I didn't know about this that's <laughs> so crazy I'm never in the loop with things I love Bright oh. <laughs> I was gonna say your um, TikTok name is Let's Stay Together so I would oh assume... yeah <laughs> It was actually let's be together first 
And then I wanted to have like oh. a K-pop reference in it as well. Mm-hmm. So um, the Stray Kids fandom is stay, so I changed it to let's stay together. Nice. <laughs> Which I is perfect it. for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, this just reminded me that you, you went to the Twice concert, right? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, I'm literally using their sweatshirt right oh, now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we got... I actually didn't plan on going. I went because my boyfriend alt he loved he loved <laughs> twice and we recently actually just finished watching i told something about you together and he's like he's willing to watch the second season you know so hell yeah i'm excited for that <laughs> nice <laughs> but yeah he's obsessed with them and that's why we went to the toy concert oh, i'm jealous that's so cool <laughs> I am yeah, so jealous. Like, like if I could share any of like my BL or K-pop love with my boyfriend, it would be amazing. But he refuses. <laughs> no. He slowly eases it. In. <laughs> yeah. well, I got it. I got him to watch like Parasite, and I got him to watch Squid Game, which mm-hmm. is a start for a man who refuses to watch anything that isn't in English or Norwegian. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got the family and on the ground level with Korean food, so you're slowly but surely working them into it all. My kids are getting eased into this from a young age. (laughs) I refuse to let them grow up without accepting K-pop in their lives. They will be K-pop stands. (laughs) The indoctrination, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> bra- that just think my brain just said the yassification of <laughs> The I just wanted to ask Phoebe, I'm really curious, how did you mm-hmm. like get started doing like K pop and BL content on TikTok? I think it was just because like the pandemic hit and I recently downloaded TikTok. And then I was I was scrolling all of the content on my For You pages, BL, and I was like, I want to do this too. I want to do this too. So I eventually started to do it. And then I started to become mutuals with other TikTok creators. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys know, like Paris and Emma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got really close to like Cammy. I don't think she really makes TikToks anymore right now. Mm-hmm. But I got really close to a lot of them. And that's how I spent most of my time in quarantine. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Like, we all had to find new ways. Like, we started this podcast in the pandemic. Yeah. So, it was our pandemic baby. <laughs> and we've been doing it for over a year, almost every weekend. We've That's released, crazy. well, yeah, I guess we did take a break. So, I was going to say we've released take an episode break. every week, but if you count our break, then we didn't release an episode every yeah. week. But hey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, we had a month break and we still filmed recording. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do that too, though. Like, I tell myself that I need to study because I'm still in school. I need to take a break. And then I'm like, it's like 12 a.m. And I'm like, no, I gotta, I gotta yeah. film something. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's like yeah, a I brain worm. Same. Yeah, mm-hmm. I save all like, like my, my opinions for the podcast. Like, if I think about something, I'm just oh, I need to hold this in until we do the podcast. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Turn it all into content. Yeah. That is how I do the same thing with like TikTok. Like, I will think of like 
trending sounds if i'm just on like my regular for you page and i'm like oh gotta mm. save this on the podcast account so we can make it into a tiktok <laughs> yeah. Like. oh yeah the content I, creator mindset man mm-hmm. yeah i think it also serves as like an outlet to like talk about your interests mm-hmm. because you know like i feel like my instagram is very there's too many locals on there you know yeah. but whereas tiktok i can be free <laughs> do whatever say whatever yeah yeah. which is like which is like this I guess you could say yeah mm-hmm. yeah I feel like I've gotten more into especially the BL fandom since we started doing this like it makes me feel more connected to For like everyone. the community and stuff like that yeah, yeah it, it's really hard to like find a place where you can be comfortable to discuss like BL and stuff and I feel like with TikTok and with some of the discord servers and like finally some more creators popping up it sort of like gives us more space to enjoy it together mm-hmm. and it makes it more fun to watch too now that yeah there's for sure so many shows that you kind of get a little bit <laughs> fatigued <laughs> yeah there's quite a few shows where i've been like i i would not normally watch this but like we're gonna talk about it on the podcast or we're gonna review it on the podcast so <laughs> i have to watch it yeah I've had a couple of ones that where we had a review to do and I'm just like, I'm trying to get through this, but I can't. Slashing <laughs> <laughs> oh, back to Nitty Man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I didn't even get through Don't Say No, so. Oh. Yeah, I liked it halfway and then it started like becoming some, yeah, some weird plot Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we all know how I, I feel off. after after they killed Popter. It was all downhill from there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all downhill from there. Yeah. R.I.P. Popter. Oh, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note. Okay, I one more thing because Heather brought it up. Do you have any? crossovers between certain actors and k-pop idols that you like wish would happen or that you think would be really cool if it happened maybe like two people who seem like they would really fit together or interact well do you mean like in a drama like co-star together i guess any kind of crossover yeah yeah any kind of crossover like if these two people interacted Mm -hmm. it's like your world would be made (laughs) Oh, that's a good... I have to think about this. Yeah, me too. Hmm. While we all take an awkward <laughs> pause while we all think. <laughs> um, Heather said Key, Shiny, and PP. That that would be an interesting um, interaction. I don't know what they would interact with. Maybe it would be fashion. That's like the one thing that would probably bring them together. Yeah, I know he's very big on like his drunk lives, so I think it'd be very interesting (laughs) if they did like a drunk live together. I think that'd be very cute. Oh my gosh, (laughs) that would be so fun! I do love cute drunk lives. Okay, so I would really like to see like Top Tap, and as an example, like Jungkook from BTS dance. (laughs) Mm. <laughs> together 
I don't know. It's hard for me because a lot of my favorite K-pop, like my two favorite groups are B2B and Day6. So like both very like vocal heavy groups. So I feel like if anything, it would be like an idol doing or like a K-pop artist doing like a cover of one of their songs or them like collabing on a song. But I don't know if I'm trying to think of a K-pop or a Thai actor that I think would be at that vocal caliber <laughs> that would be able to keep up B2B or Day6 vocals and I'm like blanking on it B2B, Heather says B2B and all the Domundi boys on a variety show Ooh. that would be very interesting <laughs> because B2B has very chaotic energy and I feel like the Domundi boys would just be like half naked the whole time like they thought <laughs> <laughs> show. Show. it's just <laughs> the shirts come off <laughs> oh my gosh that'd be funny the chaos mm. level would be through the roof though like the producers of that <laughs> show would i would oh. feel sorry for them yeah hmm. i don't know oh. do you have i feel like you? a lot of a lot of k-pop groups do like video calls so mm-hmm. and you know how like when mm-hmm. you're a fan you like post about your video call i've always wanted to see like a bl actor like try to get to win and yeah. then post their video <laughs> call i think that would be very cute that would be really cute god those oh. those calls are like the amount of albums you have to buy to get into those calls now is like insane yeah i could speak yeah. firsthand about that oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there a thai actress who got into a bunch of fan calls like before she really blew up as an actress i think that was a thing on twitter the other day where people were like oh i recognize her because she had fan calls with this group i can't remember the details crazy i'll just see if i can find it on twitter after this Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Crazy. I still need to look up Ben Twerking. Like that's that's <laughs> my priority. After this, that's my own priority. Just remember, record yourself, TikTok <laughs> reaction, <laughs> content. What <laughs> milk and sulky at a photo shoot? That would my little gay heart would not be. <laughs> I would argue. Milk and Yeri, <laughs> myself. Okay. But... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Heather's going to be in the chat. Here. Like, Heather's like, she could probably just join us. <laughs> Every time I'm like, okay, we can wrap up. I'm like, no, this is actually really interesting, and I want to. Yeah. Oh yeah. That being said, <laughs> that's it for this week's episode. <laughs> Thank you again, Phoebe, for coming to talk with us. Yeah, it's always very cool and surreal when two worlds like BL and K-pop mm-hmm. collide. Mm-hmm. Thank so, you for having you. me. I felt like I was kind of awkward, but no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and share this episode with your BL-loving friends. Did you know we have a merch shop? You can find it at lovecastpodcast.com. We have hoodies, stickers, shirts, and tote bags. 
And finally, if you'd like to support the podcast and help us to continue creating and releasing episodes, you can join our Patreon where you'll receive exclusive access to extra content like my reaction videos, Pixie's audio chapters of BL novels, and Alexa's character analyses, along with behind-the-scenes clips from interviews, podcast recordings that didn't make it into the final episode, and more. And again, thank you for joining us this week. We want to know everyone's thoughts on this topic, so don't forget to jump into our Discord server or comment down below. But until next time, thank you again for sitting with us, and goodbye. Bye. And we'll put all of Phoebe's links down in the description so you can check out her. Yes, we will. (laughs) Yes. Should have added that. Do you have any questions before we start? Not really. I was just planning on winging it. We'll see how it goes. That's my strategy for everything. (laughs) That's fine. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.